that's fine with me. Y'all can shout them out. I've been beat. Okay? Y'all like that deep voice moment? I'm telling y'all I'm going to be on praise and worship team because I got range. Um, so it is, it is the fact that, you know, you are to reflect on the fact that this person, where did they show me signs that I could not trust them with? Is that me? I don't know what the hell is happening. Oh, that's the other show. It's a promo. Oh. So basically, we're supposed to Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Cocktail Social. I am your host, Blue Waters. These are my socialites. I hope that you are joining. I hope that you grabbed your cocktails. I'm grabbing mine. This is Be Exposed Radio, and we are joined by Mr. Cable, Miss Mizell, and Mr. Kowser. And he's, <laughs> uh, um, he's taking, he's going to sit in for Miss K. That was an extended mess. Mr. Gilmore, who are no longer. I, I noticed. <laughs> what happened? Who are no longer. Who? No, they're not here today. Oh, oh but you said no longer. I was like, what's up? What you mean? What you mean no longer with us? They're taking care of business. Okay. There was some things that in their personal right. lives. And so they will be with us, not next week, because next week we will not be here, but the following week. So my prayers are with Mr. Gilmore and Miss Kay. Um, we miss you. We hope everything is going well with you. And we know that, you know, you will make it through whatever is going on. But our, the Cocktail Social is in complete support and we are with you in spirit. So with that being said, socialites, what's going yeah. on? What is going on? Chill, nothing, same old shit, different day. I'm gonna need you to get some more hobbies or something. Why don't y'all do like you know some ask some people to come over the house? Well, no, nah, I feel like well, I picked some greens today. As <laughs> 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 my organic greens that grew in my own garden, I I did do that. <laughs> you could start your own podcast and call it Plantation Lullabies. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the hood will always be in here. <laughs> Plantation lollipop. <laughs> um, remember to that share this. Sounds very. Um, I actually will watch that. I I'm gonna have it right. <laughs> Y'all keep on hating on Is my. Is the narrator an actual slave? First of all, see, see, you know that's the problem with people. Just because we gave laughter doesn't mean we were hating. It was just funny what you said, but it's also funny because when you think about it, it's like that actually sounds like that. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> be, I'm, I'm I that out there. All <laughs> I want is a personality. You definitely have, and Bazell, you definitely have the, the personality and the wit, and and you are funny enough to actually pull off a show like that by yourself. I could, and I would actually watch you. He said <laughs> he's funny enough. You. You oh, man. Yes, I think you could pull off a show like that by yourself. Yeah. Well, shit, let's talk about it. Shit, I ain't. I'm open to suggestions at this standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, Blue like I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you. Also, remember <laughs> to share this out. Tell your friends to join the cocktail social. Get your Budweisers. Get your Champagne. Get your Mad Dog 2020. 
Um, get your Boone's Farms, get your Hennessy, whatever you need to it get. Sound like the roof of the liver is what that sounds. Right. <laughs> no, it sounds. It sound, or it sound like you know de-stressing. Okay. Just in moderation. In moderation. In moderation. Now, don't. It's not in place of. Just in moderation. Grab a cocktail. It doesn't have to have alcohol in it. It should be a cocktail because you can have tea or some water, and that is still a cocktail. It's just how you drink it, and when you're drinking, and who you're socializing with mm -hmm. while you're doing it. That's right. Hmm. Now, how's that? <laughs> Later on plantation lullabies. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Dennis, what the hell going on over there? Me in the field. <laughs> you smoking? Ooh. Oh, no, no. Nigga, I see smoke. Oh, that's not what you think. Oh, he baking. That's burning. That's smoke. That's fire. <laughs> if he baking. <laughs> Again, like I said, he baking. <laughs> All right. He over there. He got a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got a pet dragon. <laughs> oh, he's a he's a pet dragon. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh shit! I just saw him blow some smoke. <laughs> I think he came out of nose. <laughs> right, that was oh, he magical. Magical <laughs> dragon. <laughs> Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> if there was ever a gay dragon, <laughs> Puff was it. Nobody even know until he says something. Clocking people. Oh. So, Mr. Kowser, tell me something good. What's going on with you? Where is my zone? Um, right now. I mean, hit the wrong button. I'm in the midst of rehearsal. We kind of closing out. We have like couple, like a week and a half left, maybe mm -hmm. two, before the show. Um. And y'all Baltimore niggas still ain't buying tickets. What is wrong with y'all? We got people from other countries, other states buying tickets for Baltimore niggas. Mm. I'm sorry. Um, I, I saw all those Ain't it a guy's, like a guy's show or something? That's a nigga for you, ain't it? Ain't it called a real nigga show or something? It's a real nigga show. It's really, <laughs> I, and I, people don't, people are normally turned off. Um, because of the nigga, because of the name of it. Um, That's what drew me to um, watched it. Right, but it's really, it's really going to be a good show. It's like therapy for black men, if you could think so, of what that would look like. So, what's the premise of it? Like, real niggas. Is it so showing you just the, how that word is just being changed and how it has it takes on so many different meanings depending on your experience, and it's really mm -hmm. just from the perspective of these five black men. And there's some other vignettes. There's going to be some filming in it and some awesome, it's an awesome production. It's kind of setting a standard for Baltimore Black Theater uh, mm -hmm. in the midst of a pandemic because it's, it's being treated like it's a short film, but it's still live theater. Right. And, um, oh, I wish that was a part of that. That was that sounds really interesting. It's an, yeah, they got some really good actors and actresses in it. It's only actors, only oh, that's is that shade? I mean, <laughs> actors, actors. No, I'm no sorry. Did you was, read, was that a? There's only five black men in it, and he's uh, being shady right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
but that is definitely a topic that is being brought up within that production. Um, about I was going to say, that'd be, that'd, what? that's what I was thinking. That would be good. It's, a, it's various topics. Um, there's a lot of like motherless child type of uh, things. And uh, they touch on homosexuality in the black community. Um, and it's, it's forever evolving. Many of the pieces that are in this were written by these men when they were like 17 and 20. And now most of them are like in their mid to late 30s, 40. Oh, that's what's up. Um, yeah. And last weekend we got to talk to Jackie Terry. She's mm -hmm. still in Arizona. She moved away to Arizona. Hey, Jackie. Right. She was one of the original writers for it as well. Some of her poems are in it. I miss Jackie so much. That's what's she up. Like she was her own she, Facebook. She'll love she, it. No, I, do. I, I still I still contact her. Mm -hmm. Um, well, we still are in contact. She's an excellent actress. I mean, powerful. I love her energy. Mm -hmm. I love everything. Jackie, I love you so much. If you're watching this and I miss you, I I know that you are probably kicked. Now back. that's somebody you should have on the show. Well, first of all, we both said we both are Leo, so you know that's gonna be an intense and a no holds barred show. So <laughs> it, yeah, we're gonna say everything that comes to the first thing that comes to our mind is coming out our mouth. I don't know why Leo's saying someone or people are so intimidated because they lying. Child by you a big ass yeah. cat. We just gonna throw you a ball and send a light your Ooh, way. He said you was a big, a big old <laughs> <cat>. <laughs> So so the so the reality is is that no one said that I was they were intimidated by me, but cable. Yeah, put it in your mouth. And so uh, <laughs> um <laughs> He walked into that one. You should have called. He almost killed him. <laughs> <laughs> he almost drowned over that thing. I would have told him a life, life jacket over that motherfucker or something. I, I did. Lou is a big stuff, teddy bear. He's the big lion from the wig. That's what he is. Oh. oh. Lou wants to be he the big old king in the jungle. <laughs> I'm a mino line. Oh, you oh, I'm mad now. <laughs> you would have been a, you would have been an awesome compliment from when Tracy Diggins did the wig. Because DDM was Eveline and you would have been that would have been perfect for you. That would have. But I I'm not a mean on lion. I am a nice person. Neither was oh, I didn't say all that shit. Neither I didn't say that. He wasn't a mean old lion either. He was talking that shit. He wasn't a yeah. mean old lion. He was cowardly. Uh, oh. He was shady. He was a little mm. shady. So now I will never say that I'm cowardly. There's never been a cowardly bone I in my ain't body. Know you do no cowardly. Oh, story. ain't nobody called you cowardly. We that's he, the I wait a minute. What first of all, Dr Puff? What we need? <laughs> he was about to call you. Oh, no, not first of all, dragon. He was about to. <laughs> No, it's not. No, I'm not gonna say dragon. I'm gonna say that was, about to, that was what was about to come out. <laughs> he said I was nothing but a big teddy bear, nothing but a cowardly lion. That's what he said. I, I was not teddy. you. That's what I'm saying. You didn't say it. Cows oh. said it, not you. First of all, why is you giving my government out there? You ain't writing no text. I mean, it's on the screen. What shit? It is on the screen. Your whole government. They don't see that, though. We only oh, see that. Ah. Look, look what they did. What? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> because I, I want them to find you. You need to be found. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to sell those tickets for the show, but Nate. Um, one more question about your show. So when is it um going in production? Like so it's gonna be live on the 29th, but we're doing a special dress performance for so this show was supposed to go up in June, and because of the pandemic, it had to be uh-huh. on the phone. So the people who initially bought tickets when tickets first went on sale, they are mm-hmm. getting a special like VIP uh get to watch it in person. But then yeah. on Saturday night, we're doing a live performance of it. And that's okay. and that's what you have to pay for to watch it. You have to pay for both of them, yeah. Gotcha. And how much is it's it? It's like watching something on you on eighteen. Like eighteen dollars. Okay. I'll um pay to watch one, it. I wanna the whole for each wanna, one or eighteen altogether. Well I can't I can't say that, but for okay, the that's right, because the, they already pre bought their yeah, they already paid for their thing. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, that's why they get to come the night of, and it's limited because we can only have a certain amount of people in the studio on in the theater project. That's where it will be live streamed from. And then on Saturday, we're going to do the actual live performance of it for everybody to be able to watch at home. Will y'all be doing um uh, a meet the cast at the end where you can have that dialogue for those that are doing a VIP show? Well, yeah, for the for the VIP show, yeah, you'll be able to do that. And we may live stream that so we can get some live because the problem is this show has only ever been seen in a in a theater format. So uh-huh. the problem is so when we do it as a live show, we won't necessarily get to you won't hear the interaction. And a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff that if you've seen it before, it's gonna be slightly different because it's with on Saturday we're playing to no one. So right. you're not really going to see it. And you'll Friday, have the don't feedback, the feedback right. of the audience and stuff. Yeah, I get it. So you'll you'll probably hear Nate and Miss Meekins and Tracy laughing in the back, but you won't really hear like the audience right. laughing or remarking. <laughs> and it's one big scene where they call the men down to the floor, and that's a really powerful scene. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we can't recreate that in this moment. So okay. a wow. lot of this stuff will be changed because of the pandemic, but. We're mixing in a lot of short films, like little mm-hmm. short snippets of films mm-hmm. that is incorporating all the gentlemen in various scenes. Uh, and it's really, it's going to be powerful. And I really hope that people get a chance to come out and, well, not come out, but tune in and join us live. So if you are watching this, I would like for you to do your, do your part in supporting Baltimore talent. Um, these young men are from Baltimore, and we have a lot of thing about it is that a lot of times we don't support our own as much as we can. And we right. think by just showing up once or twice that we've done our part, but we need to be consistently supporting our own. And so just like, beyond just the support of the artists, right now, what we're going through in this country where there's a divide between black men and black women, whereas yes. though black women don't necessarily stop and listen to black men. And often men don't communicate because they don't feel heard. So why even go through the motions? This piece will speak to a lot of those things that you want black men to say and they won't say. And it's some controversial things in here. It's some things that's going to make you laugh. But a lot of this is you're going to watch five black men who have grown with this piece since they were 17 and 20 something years old. So Mm -hmm. these men have grown with these, this piece. And so right now they're in a portion of the life. This last night in rehearsal, 
one of our characters, he wrote the mm -hmm. monologue that he was doing. And because when he first wrote this, he didn't have children. He he was just out there being his little light-skinned self. Mm -hmm. He he's now in the he has children now and he's dealing with currently the issue of being an inadequate father. So mm -hmm. he couldn't even go to the third line of this without getting choked up. So they're now mm -hmm. living in, so you're gonna see live experiences being lived out on stage. Many of these men wrote these pieces when they were too old to even know what they were writing or mm -hmm. know what they were portraying on stage for the stuff that like Miss Jackie wrote. But a lot of them now are really living it. And it's like, sometimes you have to walk out. He had to walk out of rehearsal because it was, mm -hmm. he's living what he's talking about. So you're gonna be, these five men are really phenomenal. You know most of them, uh, Easy Jackson, Robert Hardy, Joshua Dixon, Davon Carey, he's a visual artist. Uh, and Brandon, uh, Brandon, oh, I forgot his name, saying, but he's been on The Wire and the Homicide. And so you've seen their faces, many of them, and you know many of them from the Baltimore art scene. You talk about Brandon Darskin Tall? No, no. Okay. No. I, you know I, who I I'm talking about? Yeah, I know you talk. Brandon Tate, his name, this gentleman's name is Brandon Tate. Got you. Okay. But okay. I know who you're talking about. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Give us the Ooh. date again. It's going to be March, I said March, August 29th at 7 p.m. Get your tickets now. Um, they will be selling tickets up until, I think, an hour before. Mm -hmm. uh, please don't wait that long. Uh, there's no sold out. So how many that tickets we sell is how many tickets we sell. Don't worry about it selling out. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, get your tickets. And what, right. I, yeah, what I like about this is, is that uh, Black people are starting to find ways of you know, um, dealing with this pandemic, and this is one of them. So mm -hmm. having these performances online, it's, honestly, I believe it's going to change the way that we actually, you yep. know, do a lot of this stuff. Because on, for like, say, for instance, live concerts, you don't necessarily have to be at the venue to actually attend the concert. Right. So you can right. kind of expand it. So you imagine how many people you can actually reach just through the internet and they you not having to go out. Now, there is a plus mm -hmm. to actually going to a concert hall or going yeah. to a convention center. But if you don't want to do that, this actually expands mm -hmm. that 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 pop that marketing and right. that um, amount and of individuals that you reach. You can be, you can from, be from anywhere. anywhere. And so it's, it's, it's really changing how we can't keep doing these free shows on social media. And, and I love it because it gave us a lot of entertainment in the midst where a lot of us were really trapped in the house right. but we have to stop because once this as we've gotten to a new level of norm and we're back to somewhat of where we were people aren't going to want to pay artists to perform because then you just get on facebook well we're gonna set this shit up for you to set this little camera up and go ahead and we're gonna give you a couple dollars or right. better yet we just gonna put the donation button up and just hold people and they're not gonna want to pay us so a lot of people have told us not to do this and told Troy, who is the producer, Troy Burton, not to do it because people are not going to want to pay. But if we continue to do free stuff, they're not going to want to pay black artists. Right. They're not going to want to pay for it. You got to right. start somewhere. You, you, yeah. you know, you, like like I say, it's how you raise a child. <laughs> <laughs> for real. For real. You, know, you want them to go a certain way, you're going to raise them the way right. that you right. at you least try your them. best to, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely got to start now. People telling him, no, no, baby, you just mm -hmm. don't want to pay for my work. And probably the same ones that were paying for it before the pandemic. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. no, you got no. We got to make money. These people ain't doing this stuff for free to entertain mm-hmm. you. Right. <laughs> oh, right. if you want to continue, that takes funds. If you right. want a better production, that takes funds. If you want, you know, so I look forward to it, Nate. I'm definitely going to purchase the ticket. What you just talked about definitely interests me. And I, I can't wait to see it. Just hearing the story alone about the guy getting choked up and walking out because now he's experiencing something that he wrote years ago that mm-hmm. he had no dealings with. I, yes. I can't wait to see it because I feel like it's, he's going to, they're going to bring more into it than probably what they did in the past. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm definitely look forward to watching it. Thanks for sharing that. Well, this will be again my first time seeing a show, but I've actually seen the individuals in a show and various other shows, so I know that mm-hmm. it's going to be really good. And there is someone again, um, Mr. Burton, and uh, I don't even know why I still call him Mr. Burton. It's like I'm back in high school. But Troy <laughs> has always, yeah, he's always been an inspiration. He was probably the one person that I knew could who could tame my personality back then. Um, okay. because, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was a handful. I was definitely not that yeah, common. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I wasn't that about Troy. <laughs> yes. Something about Troy that I have never said, and I just wanted to take this moment to number one thank that you, man. You don't have to tell him how you felt about him when you was no, going to this class. Shut up! It was nothing like oh, shut up, Blue. Because <laughs> you probably out of him, you're the, you're one, you're actually another person <laughs> in the same category. But I definitely want to say that Troy definitely like saw potential in me, and he took me in, and he definitely. Um, gave me the courage to express and do who I am as a person today. Mm-hmm. I, and I never really told him that, but I definitely want to give him props for that because he was himself and he always like stayed the same. He was consistent and I and I like that and he's still consistent today. You know, mm-hmm. so I just wanted to just say that about Troy real quick. That's it. We love you, Mr. Burton. Um <laughs> 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 uh, okay. Cable. Yes. What's going on with you? You never I mean, said. Um, well, let's see. I left Facebook. Why? My cable page. I took it down. Um, I got as soon as that um um Biden and Harris thing happened, as soon as he put that information out, it what was happened? Just, yeah, what was Camilla Camilla Harris? Is that her name? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as that info got released that he made her the, the vice, vice president, president. Yeah. And, it, my wall was flooded by black folk, friends of mine and people who I just befriended on Facebook. A lot of people were talking about how they weren't going to vote, how they were disappointed. Catch me next term. I'm not doing this. And I just said, I can't do this from now to November. I cannot sit here with these people putting all this negative. It was just too much. And I said, you know what? I need, I need a break from Facebook anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, Facebook can be very stressful it's just constant. It's just too much. And I said I need to eliminate stress, and I need to keep my peace. And that Facebook was not good. What's going? On. <laughs> he said, he said uh-uh. Kamala. They were it's, it's, pissing off. It's like all these years we dealt with Trump, and some of y'all probably didn't even vote the first time. That's why he there. And now y'all still the problem. Y'all the problem. But many people are giving him applause for a twelve hundred dollar stimulus check that you're going to pay back next year. And six hundred dollars for that you're also going to pay back in taxes next year because I'm quite mm-hmm. sure you didn't get the taxes taken out of it. And you said I'm gonna just get my whole six hundred, but they are giving him props for something that he should have done. Like that's your job 
is to save your country people from devastation. Like that's what your job is to do. Props would have been giving us the money like Canada was. Yeah, like, but unselfishly though. Right. It wasn't even a strategy for him. It was like, okay, I'll do this because he's good. His children are good, so on and so forth. And how do we give props to a president that did something that he's supposed to do anyway for the country? Like, this is your well, role. Just like, well, that's a whole other story. I was like, oh, like, give him props because he did something that he's often supposed to do. Like, oh, uh, it's like a child is in there. <laughs> it is. He is a child. I think that, um, I think he did the right thing. And I doesn't that's not gonna sway. I yes, I am gonna vote for him. And you can say who you wanna vote for. If you wanna vote for Trump, you can go ahead on and you can vote for him. But I don't want Trump for another four years. I don't give a fuck how much money he makes. I don't give a fuck if he's listening to this at this moment. I don't want him. I don't but want it's him. Beyond, but I'm quite sure it's I don't want his politics. I don't want nothing that's attached to him. I don't want anything that is remotely attached to him. I don't not want anything not. to do with him. Not at all. And but it's I'll, really, it's beyond just disliking him. Like no, I know. You, when you actively are encouraging hate mm-hmm. and allowing hate to fester within the United States, you are the president of the United States, not of white power. Like you're, And at some point, all the presidents have to figure that out. And I feel so bad that Kamala now has to go through the same ridicule that they put Obama, Obama through. The same thing. Like it's, it's so childish. And you grown as old as senior citizen as people. Like it's, <laughs> oh, it's just crazy. It was, we really, it, yeah. it was really disheartening to, to, to read some of the stuff I was reading. And I was yeah. like, I can't allow this negativity to be a part of my life for the next three months. I can't. It's going to and they're just attacking her for being light skinned, for being mixed, for having light hazel eye. Like it's just right. well, well, one person said they don't. Yeah. they don't like her because she sent a lot of black men to jail just for marijuana. Well, baby, before it was legal, it was illegal. How you gonna get mad at someone doing their damn job? I get that you feel like oh, the black one put black men in jail, but but so these are the same. Them. These are the same pot smokers, the pot heads. It's the same one. It's, it's just, I, I think I was watching DDM's live the other night, and his point was, you all, is, you all for woman empowerment until you don't fuck with her. Like, mm-hmm. and it was, it was mainly black women who were going out against her. Like, it's sad. If you don't mm-hmm. want to vote for her, that's fine. But don't attack her credentials. That's still an intelligent black woman. Like, right. Who made it to the point to be a senator. And she didn't make it there for nothing. And that's right. the point. You get what I mean? And I think about it, I look at it like this. I look at the fact that people want everyone to, politics is about diplomacy, how right. to pull everyone to the table. You can't give everyone everything. That's And so it just lets me know that people, one, did not pay attention in American government. People did not pay attention into civic when they were studying civics in school. They were not paying attention to any of those classes in social um, um, social, any of those social science classes, because you would know that it's about diplomacy. That's why they have different parties. That's because they have different people have different perspectives of how to deal with things in this society. So well, you we, need someone well, we who's, going to, who's going to have to reach right, all of right. these individuals, and you have to be diplomatic 
to do that. You can't. You can't. Well, we deal can't with be one. about. We we have to go at this league, this political thing, as individuals. So because I don't want to have abortions, don't mean I can shut down your right to have abortions and all those issues that go in between that. And we've gotten to so political that it's being is about them winning the race. It's not even about them getting the job and doing the job. Like it's still a being president is no different than being mayor. The job titles are different, the responsibilities are different, but it's still a civic responsibility that you have. Mm-hmm. It's still uh, you're serving your country at that point. And the fact right. that he's only in this for himself and the 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 one percent of the people and I, even those rappers like Ti shit that's we're gonna take away our vote because we don't want. Like you can afford to say that rich people can afford to say, I don't, you know, I'm not voting for such and such and such. You can afford right. to say that because you will be good regardless. You wasn't, you know, we probably pay more taxes than, you know, comparatively than T.I. did. Mm-hmm. I know this shit killed me this year. And I still, I'm ready to get the fuck up out of here. I don't, <laughs> if I make that next payment, I'm done. <laughs> We just, it's just sad. Like, you're willing to let all these people, I, I, people that look just like us that come from this same city, are ready to just cast us away. This, well, if you can't make it, you mean it's the strong that survive and shit like, like. Until shit start hitting them. And then mm-hmm. when the shit gets the fan, that's when they start coming to the table, talk about, oh, we need someone to help us. Well, I say, fuck you. Fuck you, and you'll go find me. With that being said, <laughs> the first question, the first of all, uh, socialize. Do any one of y'all have any questions that you'd like to open the floor with before I start doing doing my, my jaw jacking? Because you know, I, I, I go ahead, jaw jacking. First of all, let me tell you, I, uh, um, Mr. Cable has stepped away, but I wanted to talk about my new theme song. Because I felt like the theme song for I'm this year it. is why. No, no. And, it's, and that's my no. theme song. And the reason why is because I, I felt I, I liked it. People think the song is ratchet. People think the song is nasty. It's no nastier than when we was listening to Live Crew and Luke <laughs> and, and Little Kim and all of them individuals. It's no nastier. And I feel empowered. I don't even have a wet ass coochie. But that's what, after I heard that song, exactly. I found one. I found one and I brought it to the table. I felt like, the, uh, we're talking about my my theme song for the year. That before before <laughs> Mr. Cable got on, let me tell you, he went on this 45 minutes. It wasn't 45 minutes. It was seven minutes and 28 seconds. <laughs> Seven hours and 28 minutes. <laughs> Rant about how this song was horrible. And I said I was going to get you the next show. I said, I'm going I'm to pull your card the next damn show about this. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, now, so I was telling them how I felt empowered. When I heard this song, I felt like I had to go out and purchase me a wop. And I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> Not a whopper, a whopper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, the only reason I find any issue with it, one, it was Cardi B's explanation. She said, because when any rappers are speak, any female actors 
rappers are speaking on anything conscious or intelligent, they get ignored. So I don't feel like that's a good reason for you to then go out there and throw your pussy on a beat. But I'm okay, also but looking she at was already a exotic dancer before that. So it's like it's right. nothing for her to go out there and do that. You know what I mean? It's nothing. Right. But it's it's just confusing to me because when are we supposed to be promoting this healthier way of uh respecting women? Like it's been turned into an answer. And I understand, I love uh Reggie, what's this Frank Skis? Uh, clip. I love that song, but at the same time, we, as especially as black men, we was just giving this long, ten year, five, six year rant on respecting women and giving them, you know, their crowns. And then we seeing you. But, you, but at the same at the same time, if it don't apply to you, don't answer to the name. You see what I'm saying? Just because yeah. you say, I mean, when when that song came on in the club, everybody was in there dancing. You might not have been a hoe, but guess what? You gonna dance in some hoes in this house, and you, and it don't necessarily. I don't take offense to it because guess what? That shit don't apply to me. It's just like if somebody call you a bitch, that shit don't bother me because guess what? It well, I know it I'm don't apply to me. <laughs> I mean, I've it might apply to it might it might it might apply to you, Nate, but. I mean, on you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull up this video of you being a hoe. Oh no! Ooh, oh. oh no! <laughs> what <are> you seeing? She <laughs> was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on, guess what? I'm horseback riding. Yeah, yeah I'm that's back right. <laughs> Just a, was it like less than a week before when Beyonce put out her? Her uh, album, and they were demoting her or bashing her for wearing this crown or being so self righteous and so arrogant. But then a week or so later, because my I think that I think for I think the I think there's two different issues with the Beyonce and them. Cardi B is being consistently her. I think the issue with Beyonce is that she hasn't been consistently hurt. How do we know this? We are choosing because, to believe that. Well, I mean, yeah, from, well, not, but, well, let me just say this. Uh, I am not, not a beehiver. Uh, uh, I don't give a fuck because Beyonce is going to my I'm just saying. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We were talking about Cardi B. Why? Leslie Beyonce. I, I'm so sick of that child coming up and conversation she don't belong in. Let's no, I'm, and it's, it's, not, it's not her as an artist. It's just I don't understand the selective outrage. I don't. I don't. I don't know nothing about it. I don't follow her. I haven't kept up with it either. So only I, thing I know is this: is that Sierra just put I out. I should have said Hong Brandy. Kong. If I'd have said Brandy, Sierra, Sierra just went and Sierra just put out a video called "Rooted." If any, have y'all seen this? Have y'all heard the song or seen the video? I don't even know no. who that is. Which one? You know who Sierra is. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, I'm a right drink here. today. I have nothing to do with that. The oh, shame. That's the selective outrage I was talking about. That's the, hold on, hold on. Look, look. It was, was like a, a right. It was like a a, a, a <laughs> dragon flew over. Like what the hell? That motherfucker playing low. Right. He well, said, I don't no. even know who that is. Right. <laughs> let me let me Google her. Let me let me Google her real quick. Does this person have a last name? Terrible, terrible, terrible. Terrible. He has a last name. The point is, the point is definitely um, 
to check it out. It's a very good song. The video is everything. And the whole thing right now on Twitter is Sierra put out four minutes of what Beyonce had to put a whole CD out and DVD out for. She did it in four minutes. And the video I is. Imagine that. Oh, no, you need to watch it. The video is. Oh, can you, can you send thing. us a link? Can you send us uh, like a, a link to like Messenger uh, or something? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I definitely will send you the link. But I'm yeah, telling I'm you, like, I was really impressed with Sierra, the song, the video, and everything. She looks good. She's showing her pregnancy, and it, I'm the video is hot. I can't deny I mean, it. I like, I like, I like the Beyonce Black is King. I like I, 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 honestly all of the music that has come out from all of the before R&B artists. I've actually liked. I like Brandy CD. I like. Um, I like Tony Braxton's new song. I like, um, you know, I haven't heard Sierra, but I'm quite sure it's probably. He said Sierra. 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 How do you spell that? Sierra. Sierra. Episode say no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we love you, girl. We love you. I do. I actually do. So I'm no shade. I actually do like. I just haven't heard the song yet. So I need to hear the song. Love the song. I know you. I haven't heard it either. So I mean, and I'm not saying that that wasn't shade. It's just the fact that I haven't heard the song yet. So I'm quite sure when I do hear the song, I might like the song. Um, But the, the only reason I brought it up is just culturally within our culture. We pick and prod at people for being black enough or or they not real enough. We don't even know these people. Like, I'm joking, but I don't really know who Sierra is. But we joke about who these develop the validity of artists. And I think right. that it's crazy to me. So, like, Nay, Nay, so I think so uh, I think uh, wait a minute, Blue. Wait a minute. Uh, uh, we're gonna get this right now. Nate, I listen now, babe. We used to hang out at the hip hop, okay? First of all, <laughs> you don't know me on that level. You know, you have never seen <laughs> me in the hip hop or the hip hop or the you've never. Well, not the hip hop. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me get my let me get my drink. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Honey, it's a video. I know you know Sierra. You know goodies. Uh-uh, I don't know Is it all over my face? Is it all over my face? Not swinging a bell. Not ringing a bell. She won't do. For me, I said like that. I'm a grown man now. I've moved beyond my child's queen. <laughs> I know that. I'm not that person anymore. <laughs> He's me, been let delivered. Me, let me let me go take off this fucking pink shirt because they got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> With a T on the end, delivered. Delivered. I think real men wear pink. Oh, real, men, no. real men wear pink. Thank you. Thank real you. Men. He said, look, exactly. 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 It's all about the shade. This is a deep. That's right. That's more that, exactly. That's why like like you like coil. Like you got a deep coil on it. You know, that's like that's right. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's like coral. Right, exactly. I, exactly. 
That's that Barbie pink. Like, that's, that, that's that rich Barbie pink. Like, get, get it right. Get it right. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right for coils. Okay. <laughs> the coil. It's coil. Oh, Lord. Oh, well, no. <laughs> Questions. We have any yeah, questions? We was talking. I was talking about WAP, and and then he went. Y'all went oh, off on a tangent of everything, and I was telling why I felt that the song was okay because, yeah, I did. I felt like the song was okay. You heard several songs prior to you coming to prior to that song ever being put out. You heard Little Kim. You heard Foxy mm-hmm. Brown. You heard Luke. You heard Two Lives. Nothing like that. Everyone keep bringing up these old. Like, for instance, someone said, oh, but you love Kaya, my net, my bet. I was like, yes. Now, let's compare lyrics from WAP to that song. Yes, Kaya says some nasty stuff in the song, but it's nowhere near atrocious enough like that song WAP is. What was atrocious nowhere, about the even, song? Even, oh, my God. You what was atrocious? Um, I'm sorry. Did we not hear the explicit version? The yes. whole It starts off um horribly. Listen, um, so listen, she says, so listen, she listen. talked about in the song, she talks about performing oral sex for a nice big dick. That was little Kim's whole they, platform. They left nothing it was the part for me was when she brought up when she nothing brought up sucking dick to get her tuition paid. I think that's where they lost me. They still at least little Kim did. Who hasn't done that? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Who hasn't, who hasn't, first of all, y'all act, and first of all, this is what the, my problem is. It's church hoes and it's old hoes out there acting like they never sucked a dick to get bills paid. That's not an old, this is not a new profession. This is an old profession. That's not the issue for me. The issue for me is the song, listen, I had no problems with what they saying, baby. Some of the shit I do myself. The problem is, and to me, it shouldn't be mainstream. I just don't feel like someone's kids shouldn't be, be able to just be able to press play and hear that song. I just feel like it shouldn't be. Back in the day, we used to have underground stuff. We had BET After Dark. We had all this other stuff. That's where that type of song belongs. I just um, don't but feel like... Now, I hear I what you're say, saying. I will say this, Blue. I, I would, women, one more part, Blue. Women, 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 one more part. I will say the, the version, the radio edit version... I kind of can vibe with it's it's but because of the simple fact that I heard the explicit first, it's like I can't get those lyrics out of my head. But the edited version, That's what I can I love say about it. Oop, you, you That's a, how, how do you edit that? Like how do you? You can't. They have. They got. They got songs that they um that they my bad that they um they edit out. I mean, you the the radio version. They find a way. I mean, you still kind of know what they're saying a little bit. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the radio version is, is a little bit more short because they can cut, depending on how vulgar it is, they didn't cut out so much of the song. But it, it's it's still, you, you can still vibe off of it. Can but, you imagine your 13-year-old child, you walking in your 13-year-old child's bedroom and she listen to that song, dancing or being I'm not saying that stuff. she should listen to it. I'm just saying that, like, you have a radio version and then you have the explicit version. It, it, yeah. The purpose of the purpose of them the purpose of them having two distinct versions is for that purpose. That right. they don't allow to neither. I mean, but, the, don't, the, but I don't I don't ain't put that on an right. artist. I put that on a parent. If you, if, first of all, if my child, oh, was, okay, well, yeah. yeah. So 
my thing is, is that that right there, if I, my child is listening to that song, that's not the artist issue. That's my issue. Because right. if I'm a parent, then I need to be regulating what my child Make is sure listening they not to, listen to what they're doing. So, oh, so my, and then some songs, some songs, it's like, you know, because you know what it say, they might not necessarily know, but because you know what they're saying, you might turn, you know, I've turned the radio station before. Depending on what song it is, I'll turn the station. Right. Mm-hmm. See, I think the, I think maybe where uh, Harris is coming from is this, it's a thing of when we when we were listening to that type of music when we were teenagers, it was still subliminals. This had no subliminal. This was well. No. I mean, you got to look at you got to look at how things have evolved. I mean, just like they didn't yeah. they didn't say certain curse words on TV at one point, but then it got yeah. to okay, they would say damn. Now they saying bitch. Yeah. So you know, as as time goes on, a lot of a lot of stuff that we didn't find uh, acceptable to put on mainstream TV, then they're putting it on there. Think about but it. They, when thing, did you ever see a gay couple on TV when you was young? You didn't. You did. They just you it, know they, not like it is now. I'm talking about kissing and, and all of that. Like they don't fly. they didn't show that on TV when right. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like that's, it just wasn't on it. But see, that's where the difference. Okay, so my thing with that is, just because they're doing it so easily now, doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing either. Like, no, it's not. It's, but I, I think, think that, but that goes into okay. What 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 what's the motive of the people that's putting the music out? You know what I'm saying? It's like, think about it. Artists, artists that that put out positive messages really don't get it, get heard as much on and the see, radio. As somebody that's, that's putting out, I'm a shooting, drugging, uh, sexing, and see that's uh, what that's what that's what uh, that's what Cardi B said, and that was the problem that I had, not necessarily with Cardi B, but the fact that Cardi B has to make music like this. I I would only suggest like what would she be making if they would pay attention to her? What we already see like she does have a political sense, she still has intelligence, but what could she possibly put out? That would be different than this. That people would listen to, and she didn't have to put her ass over the whole thing. Because think about it, people want to see that they want to see ratchet. They want to see ignorance. They make money off of it. When you you put certain music out, it puts it 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 creates uh, uh, money in other in other places. And this is my question for you, because we are all on this on, right now. We are all artists in our own way and, 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 you know, in the industry as far as what we do, our craft, singing, acting, you know, et cetera. So where, where, where do you draw the line between where, where you find yourself losing yourself in this industry just to make money? Where do you draw the line? Where but she, she may not, she may not look at it like that. You know what I mean? She may not look at it like that. If she started off as a as a as a dancer, now most people would say that's the lowest of the low. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't look at it like that because I look at it, they still artists because I don't give a shit. I don't know if y'all watch P Valley or whatever, but them some dancers, you know, like just the, the strength that you need to have to do some of the shit that they do. But right. you know, she's she started off as, as a dancer. So it's nothing for her to take her clothes off. And dance, and still, and still not feel no type of way about herself. Now I have another. So she question. might be confident enough in her body to be able to do that. Now, Some people don't. Now have I have it. another question for you, Mizell, and I'm gonna play on Nate's show. So at that time when she was young, yes, she was going through that. But now Cardi has a child. Where do 
where do you allow that past to take a seat back and you start maturing and start doing differently now that you're in this new place of motherhood? Where do the line be drawn in your material, what you put out for what you want your own children to see? You I feel at? what you're saying, but she can very easily, if she's open enough with her children or mm. child, you know what I mean? Her child, I'm pretty sure the information is out there. Her child is going to know that she was an exotic dancer at one point in her life. But her being an exotic dancer still got her to where she is now. I mean, I'm pretty sure her pocket is a whole lot deeper than anybody, any of us on this podcast right now. So, I mean, is she really losing? You see what I'm saying? But now I get what you're saying. You don't want to put that type of image out there, but it's also like, like Blue said, it's the parent's job to make sure that you know the difference between fantasy and reality. Because she's selling a fantasy, as you do if you're a dancer. You're selling a fantasy. You're not selling, you know, really selling your own, well, some of them do, but <laughs> but you, you're selling a fantasy, you, 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 uh, an, an illusion. And, and, and I really wanted to say this. I want people to really understand that what they are doing is entertainment. Exactly. Everything that you see there, even when they were showing like the Tupacs and, the, and, and you know, people take a lot of stuff that these people are doing and they're mm -hmm. saying, okay, this is where I, this is, this, I'm putting them in front to teach my children. And that's not what the purpose of their whole platform is to do. You're there to teach your children. They're there to entertain and they're there to entertain a certain population. The, the Like porn. Porn isn't for children, but they have access to it. Do you know the reason why they have access to it? Because parents aren't vigilant. Parents aren't watching over what their children are doing. And they're not following up with whatever their children are seeing with information. They're not providing them with any knowledge. They're not providing them with any feedback of what, what they're exposing themselves to. Do you know how many children are actually sitting there online looking at shit that you have no idea that they're accessing? Right. And you're saying, I mean, but I think that's a very biased statement because I mean, can't when I made my points, can't no parent watch their child 24 7 a day because you got to go to work, they're going to school, they had their friends, you don't know what they're doing. But that's an excuse. But I'm you still got to be that voice in their head. So when it comes to certain things like drugs or going down this path, you still right. want to have a voice. So when they cross that, when it crosses their path, they know how to respond to it, exactly. And so then. So if they, if this, how does this song? So my mean, thing is what, what what we keep doing is we keep, is we keep saying, oh, they're just entertainers. But entertainers have a lot of impact on a young person's mind, even the older. So that's what I mean by the lyrics is what we need to watch what we're saying because they are listening to this and they are applying it to their lives. They think, this is the way that I should live my life. This is I want to be like Cardi. Cardi's saying a whole seven days of the week, baby. I'm and, and what we know, let's finish because again, the parents. No, 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 no. You keep blaming the parents, but no, that's not fair. Because I was the I idolized Michael Jackson. I idolized Janet. I love Brandy on my own. And it took my mother. My mother knew I was listening to Brandy like I was. So you can't blame the parents, but I think that's very biased. What I'm it's saying, not biased. Artists are biased is that young people look up yeah. to and they follow and want to so be cable. like them. That's when you fine. Like but that, what gives them that's old. fine. That's fine. That's fine. But what I'm saying to you. And what I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue to say is that who gives them access to that platform, who modifies what they're able to access, is the parent. 
I was not looking at Michael Jackson and saying, I want to be Michael Jackson. That wasn't what I was doing. That's what people who didn't feel confident in themselves, who didn't like themselves was doing. I but think I actually, if you, if, you, if you had a parent that actually supported you and encouraged you to be you, you weren't trying no, to be anybody else but you. We all had role models that we all looked up to. Like, but what I'm saying to you is, what is that, what I'm saying to you is, is that parents' duty is to encourage you to be individually you not be anybody else. So when your child looks at an image on television, they don't have to look at that and say, I want to be like them. They're confident in themselves. So when I, they know the difference between entertainment When I was growing up, I wanted to be a singer. I always said I wanted to be like Tevin Campbell. It wasn't that I wanted to be him, <laughs> but I like, no, no, it's a truth. It's a, no, listen, y'all laughing, and this is why people can't talk about stuff like this, because y'all make me feel like it's a man talking no, about it. So listen, I'm going to tell my truth. I looked up to Tevin Campbell. I wanted okay. to be like Tevin. When I say I wanted to be like them, I wanted to be an artist on that same level where he was. I didn't say I wanted to be mentally like, I want to be Tevin. No, girl, because when he wore those braids, I was over it. So, <laughs> so then you go to school and you get the you go to school you get the skills you get the training to be a singer. It's why people can't look up to certain artists. A lot of artists I looked up to and followed and said, you know, I want to go on this path of music. You're saying that these artists don't have that impact, and you're blaming the parents. And that's not fair. But at the same time, at the same time, as the artist, why do you have to alter who you are? To accommodate you, you're just here to make the music. You know what I'm saying? They they didn't ask to be a role model. They, they just there to make the music. For, for most most artists and performers, they just want to sing. I've never said that. No, I said that she's an I entertainer, also, she and as long as she's entertaining, Cardi said it out her mouth. Why would she again? What I'm playing on what Mazel just said. Why would you want to alter? I asked that same question to Cardi. She just said, well, they're not listening to positive music, so I have to put out this kind to make money. Why is she altering who she is to make money? Well, no, she because she was already way. doing it anyway. She was already she doing it. off that way. Oh, she was, she was, oh, she was babe, already a stripper. Not that nasty. She's all, she's, nasty so stuff, first of all, this is, why, this, is why, this is why we do research. She's a, she's a stripper. Her exactly. music was her music has she's always she's again you have an opinion but you probably didn't do your research. Oh, she's no, had she's all she's, she's always she's always had she's always had strip music. <laughs> Megan the okay. Stallion okay. has always had strip right. music. But they all her music has been and they also weren't mothers at the time. So Either. what? And and that doesn't okay. mean that. I mean how many hoes got married and still hoes? But my problem is Cardi said it out her mouth. She said, well, they're not listening to positive music, so I had to go this but route. That's to make because money. she revamped so, her music. No, she, that's, she started no, out. No, no. She, 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 started out, she started out making her music. She started out making music for the club. And then what happened okay, was when she, the club, she had the platform, she started song. to change the music to fit. To, you know, she was going to be political. I was about to say, if, I, if you want you your, your puss to be a wop, then listen, you wop away. Well, First of all, I'm not the one. You want your puss to be wop. I'm not the one. Hold on. I'm not the one. I'm not the one advertising and So if you got more wop and pussy than I did, so what you saying? 
Who's whopping? Who over here? So you, I'm under. I'm, you, that's a contradiction. You well, could be uh, an advertisement for WAP. Okay. Let's go. Let's can we go to the questions. Go to the questions because we are an hour deep into this. <laughs> <laughs> what about your wife? Oh shit. Got my fucking wife. The first question. I don't have a wife. <laughs> that was a good conversation. Thank you. That was interesting. Anyway, um, Miss Mizell, you had a did question. Y'all come? Did y'all come from that? Y'all need a cigarette? Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's why it's the cocktail social. That's why it's the cocktail social. And I done had, and I done had my cocktail. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with both. Walk, walk. Walk, walk. Getting more than Ladies and gentlemen, the oldest hoe in the neighborhood. <laughs> Trixie. <laughs> Oh, this hole. So, okay. <laughs> oh, <I'm new. laughs> Miss Mazel. Yes, that. Your question, love. Um, why do you divorce. think which you the why do you think most mergers end in divorce? Uh, no. Why? Lack of why? <laughs> no, I uh, think it's in today's world. I think. Women are dating for survival and men are trying to find like a status. They're, they're searching for something and they allow that woman to pressure them into doing something that they know they're not prepared to do. And then that woman realizes that this man ain't what she, she can't make this man be who she want him to be. And he realizes this woman ain't who he, he can't pretend with her anymore. So I think the men get tired of pretending and the woman just he loses in default. But a lot of women out here are dating and getting married for survival and not for love. Yeah, I think that mostly I also think that people lack stamina. They don't know, they don't have the ability to one communicate. They don't, they have a false idea of what it entails to be in a marriage. A lot of them have a false idea of what it means to be in a relationship. So I don't think, I think that no one's actually taught them what it means to be in a real monogamous relationship longer than the talking phase. So they feel like, you know, after you, you know, and they don't know, they don't have the ability to create um their relationship as they go along when things get stale when things get a little bit more redundant they don't know how to invest in their relationship to build together they're thinking of the relationship from a singular perspective and i think that that's a problem with a lot of that I, that contributes to divorce in my opinion they start off they start off lying to each other well it, it, exactly like if you if some most a lot of a lot of married guys that I'm that I'm friends with or cool with or whatever or, you know met throughout I thought life. She was about to make a confession, like no, oh, hell no, <laughs> no. But she was a about lot to of say, them, you know, a lot of, a lot of that I date. I mean, even if it's family, you know, whatever, you know, a lot of them complain that their wives after you know, like you know, when they met, 
they was, you know, going crazy in the bedroom. And then when they get married, the sex stopped, you know, and then they, you know, just kind of left beating their dick in the dark. You know what I mean? (laughs) Wob, wob. And the same same happens with men. I don't think they take into account, like when you get married, you know, the woman is looking at, oh, it's going to be this beautiful wedding and this and the other and blah, blah, blah. The wedding. Focusing on the wedding. Right. And then once you have kids, you don't think about, okay, those kids are going to take up time. You're not going to be this single couple with no kids that have all your time to be able to spend with each other. And now you have children and those children take up your time because now the dynamics of the house have changed. Now you got to worry about putting kids to sleep. Somebody might get sick. So now you're neglecting your sex life, dealing with, you know, the rest of your life. Yeah. And I think that's that's I think that's the part that I that's what I was the point I was making is is that you're not paying attention in the relationship. Those are things that you still consistently have to maintain. When you first started dating someone, you wow. spent a lot of times attending to that individual. You wanted to know what they were about, what they were doing. You wanted to be around them. And when you get into a marriage, you still have to be consistent with those things. You, you're right. You do have a lot more responsibility, but you also have a responsibility to maintaining that relationship. That's something that you're building together and you can't neglect that. And so it's like, when you have children, when you have jobs, when you have these things, you had responsibilities prior to the relationship, but you chose to be in a relationship, which means that you're choosing to commit to one another and you're choosing to be responsible for, for being attentive to the other person. And so I think it's a, lot, a lot of times people are inconsiderate. They lack communication skills. They have short attention spans, and they're they operating from a very selfish perspective. Oh, uh-huh. They had those things before they say I do, and and right. and I. It's not blaming, but a lot of women like their time clock starts. Like you've been with me for three months, and you ain't popped a question. Like you, but you did. You saw in him that he was inconsistent. The nigga ain't had no credit. He was living in his mother' basement. You know, and these are worst case scenarios, but you saw those traits in him and you thought your wop wop was going to change all of that shit. <laughs> and it didn't. It's not. It only it only pulls him away from you. So out of obligation, he said, well, let me just marry this bitch because maybe, maybe, <laughs> you know, it's right. going to be better on the other side. <laughs> and it's not. Well, well to end, well, well, I think too because people don't date anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like a lot of a lot of people end up in relationships or hookups. Right. You know what I'm saying? You hooked up with somebody, you know the sex got good, and you stayed. You know what I mean? You just kept dealing with each other. But on a you 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 end up with this person because of you know okay they might have good sex, but then you don't look at all the other aspects that come into it. Like people are not dating, they're not dating anymore. They just hooking up. Right. You just, you basically just, because that's exactly what I was about to say. What I was about to say, first of all, a lot of people confuse love with lust. And you, you can love someone's sex. That doesn't mean you actually love them as a person. Because they fulfilling you sexually. We can confuse right. that with, oh, I got to be with them. This is my soulmate. No, baby. Well, he just needs to put so the answer. Well, really look, good. well, the problem <laughs> is it's hard, it's hard trying to find some good good. So you try to hold on to the shit well, when that's you get true, it. But then with, 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 There's then a lot of wet, wet sex person, out here that you're claiming that you're so into, then when you start to see these 
other traits about them that you like, whoa, who is this person? Yeah, no, you knew you knew the person of the bedroom, you didn't know the person outside of it. Exactly. Absolutely. You know this whole new monster, and you realize that he a monster in the bed and he a monster outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but like you just said, communication, people don't know how to date first to build on a relationship, to get to know each other. They don't get, they don't take the time to really get to know each other and, and to build up. First of all, I I believe in your, your mate should be your best friend because your best friend is someone you should talk to, to be able to be able to go to for anything. So that's one thing that we're definitely missing in these relationships that lead up to marriages. And then like Nate said earlier, I totally agree. A lot of people just going to marriage for financial reasons. It yeah. is not about love no more. And mm-hmm. I think that's so sad. And pressure. And the family. The family of pressure them into getting married and whatnot. And, y'all, just, and, y'all might as well go hand on and get married. I don't know what y'all are waiting for. Well, when you hear family saying like that, that's normally because they've been together for 10 years and got like three children. That's when they start hearing <laughs> family say shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like at this point. This shit, at that fucking or, point, is a ring on the matter? <laughs> Right, or, exactly. or, and it doesn't, and it only makes it worse. And, and most of the time, most of the time, if they do get married, at that point, the shit end up in divorce anyway. Now you, now they didn't broke up. Yeah. Whereas when they was living together for however long, you know what I'm saying? Everything was good. They get the ring, then it it just fall apart. And I think that that's partly because the psychology there's a psychology that goes behind marriage as well. Because when you make that proposal, for a lot of people, the anxiety comes with them not being, a, them not, them losing their individuality. A lot of times people think when I get into a merge, then I can't have myself, I can't be myself anymore. I have, I lose myself when I become committed. And then another, um, that's another myth about being in a monogamous relationship. And I do agree with you, Harris, about friendship but uh, the interesting thing is is that a lot of people don't know how to be friends the assumption is is that because we're friends you don't agree with me you don't tell me the truth you coddle my feelings but true mm-hmm. friendship is that individual that's going to tell you the tell shit you, you the need truth. to hear like, honey, even right if you don't want to hear it and that <laughs> happens in relationships in that's a relationship true, right. it's not a friend. as your friend i think you a whole bag well you know what and the funny <laughs> thing is is that as your friend, birds of a feather flock together. And the reason that I think, I think you're a very good friend. Is, yes. You don't know me. I think that you're right. I could, I was a hoe, but you are a hoe. That's the You said I was a hoe. You passed yourself on. I was. You passed the shit on. I was. He was in a terrible state of hoism. And, and, the, and the reality is, and I want to celebrate your wholeness because you took a long time it to get to where you, you are. That you used to be, exactly. That's why we. That's why I. I, yeah, I heart you. I heart you so much. You know, um, and you know, and that's, that's why I'm proud of Cable because he's a hoe. <laughs> He's a hoe. Look at that shot. That's a meme right He's there. A That's the promo. You need that face right there. The shot. No, you got to make it look more. <laughs> right. I was going to say. What old TV show do you still watch like they are brand new? Oh, my God. Oh, I've been watching the show. Out of well, Knight Rider and and Magnum PI, the original Magnum. 
I watched Designer Women like that shit just came on. <laughs> I laugh at the jokes like the fuck I ain't seen. Right, like you ain't never heard of before. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm a Golden Girls fan. Oh, I oh I love the Golden Girls. And I've been watching the Golden Girls. Um, I like Will and Grace. I've I've yeah, watched watch that. I watched the I hell watched out of Sanford season. and Son. I watched okay. that shit like over yeah, and over and over. But yeah, I've been watching Living Single lately. Um, definitely. Oh yeah, love Living um, I definitely want to start watching Martin over again because I forgot a lot of those episodes. I'm done. I can't watch that. No, I have to wait at least another five years. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and watch uh, Martin Overload and whatnot. Yeah. And you and you know I'm a I've been watching Star Trek um over again like Voyager and stuff because I like stuff like that. And um I've been actually watching old cartoons from the nineties um over again. So like the Smurfs. I'm, so you know I like that stuff. Batman, I can have that type of childhood. So cartoons to me are like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I love cartoons. I I didn't have I had cable when I was a child, so I didn't. I love ooh. cartoons. First of all, don't read hey, what you, you just you said. You heard what he said. I had cable when I was I growing up. Motherfucker had super TV and shit. <laughs> no, I, I, well, I had it. Time. I had a I had a floor model color TV in my room. So I didn't even leave my room as a child. Oh yeah. I watched. It explains a lot. It does. It explains this. It explains why you're the type of hoe that you are. So (laughs) first of all, I didn't watch a lot of porn stuff. I just watched a lot of adult stuff that a five or six year old shouldn't be watching. Mm, you don't say. The big one. Big? I mean, I can be honest about that's why a lot of stuff that me up, like video games, like. Mm-mm. You right? I do. Uh, what I I had, I had was, HBO. I didn't show the hell. I didn't. Ask I love New Adventures of Old Christine. Christine, that is a funny show. I do. I I haven't that been watching it. It's hilarious. It is the dumbest. Are y'all watching any new show shows in the world? <laughs> Are y'all watching any new shows? Like um, I started watching P Valley. What's that okay. about? And I, um, it's it's like a strip club type situation. Um, and I guess it's like I guess the struggle. I ain't gonna say the struggle of a stripper, but it's it's like a it's a it's a really good storyline. I it's saw like, it. It's like in a city stripping though. It's not like it's okay. They they like in a they like down south somewhere. Yeah. Like you know, little town type Back situation. Road. They got the strip club. Um, you got one that one um the girl Mercedes. She's trying to um basically make enough money to open up um I think a gym to like teach girls how to dance and different <laughs> stuff. Huh? Is this the same show where the um the gay guy has a club and yeah, and it's his okay. club. yes, yes. Okay. It's a, it's a I don't want to tell everything, but. It's probably right. about maybe five episodes in, so you could probably catch, you know, catch up to mm. um to date now. Just with, how long is the show? Up. It's like an hour show, so you can catch so, up within a you know within a day. You so, um, it's a show on Netflix that I actually watching. It's called Hollywood. What is it about? It's basically um, it's like a um a back in the day times film about um Hollywood about trying people trying to get into Hollywood and. Um, apparently the premise is where is this guy working at this car place where it's actually a a a, a females um, ride up and take to a hotel and fuck and they get it on and they get paid. So it's disguised as a, a a car service like a gas station or something like that, and they 
it's really good and and just all these people coming together and they trying to get it to Hollywood. Now, now is it fictional or is it it's fictional. real story? It's That's almost story. like it's That's almost like because it's like they singing in it and everything. It's really good. I, it's like it's really good. You should that definitely check like it out. It, you should definitely if you think about the musical. If I'm going on musical, I think about Rent, but not but not the topic of Rent, but Right. It's really good. I'm, it's really good. I really shut up. <laughs> 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 like look, look, that bitch must be ugly because he said shit about how she looked. That motherfucker said talk about all about the personality. <laughs> oh, oh no, he beat oh, all around that bush. <laughs> he trying not to tell you what the what it really is. You know, he right. wants to go look at it, but you know. Right. You wouldn't just go watch it. Just go watch it. You'll like it. You'll like <laughs> yeah, it. you like it. You like it. <laughs> Only new show. It's an old show, but I just started watching Game of Thrones. So. I haven't started watching that yet. I heard it was really, really good. So I'm trying not to, you know, I like to get too much of it. Stuff that you gotta take notes and shit to catch up. I, I can't do it. Yes, yeah, it, it well, is a lot. Yeah. Now a, I did I think, watch a, a show called um Lock and Key. I think it's on Netflix. Right, now that's a really good series. I'm waiting. I'm I'm really hoping they you know do some more series with that because it's it's like really it's really good because I like those little magical little type of shows or whatnot. I like good storytelling. Yeah, that's, and it, it's, it's, it's a, really it's a good. reality show that I've been I've watched before, but I'm trying to I'm hoping that they make more. But it's it's about the Amish, and like it's mainly it's talking about the the members of the Amish that are like the renegades. The and Amish mob, about, I think I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. They talk about like the the teenagers that they get a moment to go into real life. Oh yeah, I've seen it before. Life. Yeah. And when I say these, it was one black girl on that show, and they put this wig on this girl. Like they get to dress in regular clothes <laughs> and wear like they put this dry ass wig on this black Amish girl that, but she was a doctor. That black Amish. She was a doctor. <laughs> By this Amish family. Oh, okay. Oh, great. So that's news said, like a motherfucker because he never knew. It is the. It's, it's, never seen no black girl in no buggy. Right. Their life is so boring, but they like sneak away and kiss each other and yeah. like go into town and like it's not even like straight sex, but it's just they just their life is so boring that the most insecure things, Lord. My new things is like the fun to them. Her putting on that dry wig was life to her. She, she was swigging. The boots wig didn't even move. But it oh, it was like one of them cheap synthetic wigs. That, it was like a, almost like a costume wig. But it gave her wait, so much wait. life that she was just so, in it. So, wait, so, Michelle, <laughs> he said um, Lock and Key is about to be on a, um, season two coming soon. Mm-hmm. But are y'all going to watch that show? There's, I think it's I know I think it's Netflix or Hulu. I don't know which one about um, black people actually being um, slave owners and the white people are slaves. I yes. guess. Oh, I, I, I've, I've I've heard that before. Are y'all yes. watching? Like, that's not that's not that's not news to me. No, I'm, I'm not. Saying I'm not saying, gonna, no, you know, I'm but saying. I'm saying I've I've heard that before. Where is you that know, a show that y'all gonna watch? Would y'all watch? Yes. Are y'all watching? That? Yeah, I will watch it. Yes. Yeah, you watch, you watch, now, is it based on reality or is it a fictional show? You know what I mean? 
actually it's a real place in Africa where it's actually really this happening where this is happening. You like, talking about like now, like present yes, day? Where they're white slaves, yes. Are you about to get? About to get no, on I'm so serious. Oh shit! It's yeah. white slaves. Are they slave owners? <laughs> are they beating them? The they black them? people are the rich. The black people are the rich, and the white people are the poor. They, they, yes. Well, that's possible. Well, I mean, well, well, that's a whole nother history lesson. But, but that whole, no, I, so I look at it like I, I think, think that I think that that's the fear of that's the biggest fear in the United States is that that's they will. Big, what's his name said that? Um, Farrah, what, first of all, I don't want to have to. I, I don't want to have to deal with having a white slave. I'm sorry, like I, I, I wouldn't even want. I mean, no. That's what people I, fail yeah, to realize. We don't want that. We just want equality. Exactly. We don't want to be slave owners. We just want to be treated the same well, way. Everybody got time for that. Look, I'm having a hard time trying to feed these African sickness I got. You see know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to feed the whole <laughs> fucking family of fucking slaves. Right. I, I'm sorry. And then y'all want green bean casserole and all this shit that I don't fucking make. So. <laughs> but you wouldn't be making it. They'd be making it. Well, they, what they gonna make? Green bean casserole. casserole. Well, shit, they got, I mean, they got to be out there to pick the damn things. It's too fucking hot for them. Then they get well, they didn't shit. Think, well, they got to deal well, with that's shit. Not, that's not. They didn't think about no, that when you. we outside picking cotton. They didn't think about the heat about us. Well, we built for the heat. They ain't. No. That's quite racist of you. Cool. I'm sorry. Black people can't be racist. I'm Caucasian of you, hers. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying black people been outside in the sun for years and they didn't give a shit about how they was beating us in the back and in the head and the shit. So why we going to give them outside picking greens? Lisa's green beans, we was picking cotton. <laughs> Not the cotton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so anti-picking cotton, I won't even pick the fucking cotton out the, uh, out the Advil bottle no more. <laughs> I go into trauma and shit. Ah! <laughs> Get it away! Get it away! But no, that's the problem that white America think black people want to do to them what they did to us, and that's not Man, the case. Look, look ain't nobody got time for that shit. We don't right. fucking feel like being bothered with that shit. No, you whining, you whining about me being in your neighborhood. So imagine you just whining just from being outside having to work and shit all goddamn day. They gonna whine the whole fucking time. I don't want to hear that shit. I mean, wop wop. <laughs> well, that is a fear. It is. Um, it is a fear, and, and, and rightfully so. You know, people are always afraid of karma. They do shit Everybody to people, and they're afraid for it to come. That's back their to fucking karma. We don't have to. We don't have we to don't inflict have to. karma. We don't have to inflict karma on them. Karma will be inflicted upon whoever is supposed to receive the karma. We ain't got shit to do with that. Amen. Now, if you guilty and you feeling some type of way, then get your ass out here and try to make some damn changes instead of sitting back crying in the fucking corner and thinking somebody coming to get your fucking asses because we don't want you. It comes yeah. guys, Mazel. She's been holding that in for the long time. She's been holding that shit in. So, so do you want forty acres and a mule? Give me my <laughs> shit. First of all, first of all, first of fucking ball. With the forty acres and a mule, they they could even if they gave us the forty acres and a mule, they couldn't pay us forty acres and a mule right now. You know how many forty acres and a mule they would have to give out 
Where the fuck you gonna get that many mules from? I don't know, child, but my fat ass is trying to eat that mule, okay? So, yeah. I don't want a mule. And a I mule can't even fucking reproduce. So what the hell you gonna do with it? Mule burgers. <laughs> That's a bastard animal and shit. That's the bastard animal. Okay. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it a lot. <laughs> and that's all you I hate it. Mule <laughs> burger. People eat. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing on the pig in these mule anchors. <laughs> 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 Got me a pot of mule anchors boiling right here on this side. Go <laughs> mm-hmm. ahead and come bread. <laughs> I don't know what y'all been drinking or smoking. Mule but if you're tuning in or if you have been watching, this is what you can expect from the cocktail social on Be Exposed Radio. Foolishness. Every Friday. I mean, with healthy conversation. Yes. We do have healthy conversations, Nate. Are we done? Almost. Oh, no. He's ready to go. No, because the way he was talking, it sounded like an ending. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm winding it the down. The light will get dim. <laughs> oh, we can one more question in? We can get one more. Do you have a question? Oh, I thought I thought y'all had one lined up. I, well, see, you asking for questions. I thought you had one lined up. I did, but we already went into that question of talking about the, um, the, the place in Africa. Because I was going to oh. ask, would you, be, would you be able to enjoy doing something like that if you were the rich black would you be that type that would be like the trumps or would you be that type that would protest against it to help the white people like bernie sanders and people like them were for us would you be that bernie type sanders okay. slaves. Shit, we gotta get out of our uh, shit before we can go help anybody up they motherfucking slaves so, yeah, I, I do. And I think that Black people are already like that. I think that sometimes we, we are shitty towards each other. So I know that we would be shitty towards everybody else. I see, I've heard, and that's the thing. From my profession, I sometimes, that's why I don't tell what I do. Because I like to see and hear people in their truest form. And a lot of times when you say you listen to people talk and just their regular conversations, you hear all of their biases, you hear all of their... They're the behaviors that make you say, well, this is some fucked up shit. And so I see how they treat you. We think now, true, true enough, I've heard, I hear Asians say some fucked up stuff about black people, but trust and believe, we've said some fucked up shit about them. And we, say, <laughs> we, say, we, say, we say fucked up shit about Latinos, Hispanics. I, mean, I think everybody say, says fucked up shit about each other. That's right. right. That's why. And I, I, I know don't think it's a black that. thing, white thing, a Spanish thing. I think I everybody talks shit. Speaking of Asian people, I, I know this is going to take us totally left field, but could you date someone that described themselves as having chinky eyes? Can you date somebody that, that would say something like that? You said shaky. So when Tinky, so like Tinky? Tinky yeah, like Tinky. If if you if you were like on a dating service or like somehow <laughs> you never saw the person and they described themselves as having Tinky eyes, could you fall in love with that person? Yeah, first of all, I think that the- I heard somebody say he was talking to somebody on the phone and I overheard him describing himself as having Tinky eyes. I think that's a word that we use in our community because I got a story about that. <laughs> um, I just never, I, I didn't never know, I didn't know that that term was offensive. 
It's very you know, you, I mean, because when we used it, we was always talking about, you know, oh, you got chinky eyes or, you know, and but I didn't know that, that it was mean? offensive. What does having chinky eyes mean? You, never your eyes are like, like, you you got them like slanted eyes, like Asian eyes. So, like, so basically, feline. So basically, um, um, feline eyes. came from calling a, um, Asian Chinese joints the chinks. And right. so that's where they started saying chinky eyes because you have eyes like Chinese, like Chinese people, Chinese Asian, or, so, or Asian descent. And it's, and it's very Chinese. Like, basically, it's like a black person nigger or calling a white person a honky or whatever they don't like. Oh, Karens at this day and age, and <laughs> but I, I didn't know that it was a first term. I didn't, I didn't know that, and I said it to an Asian woman describing my mom because she looked like a she looked like my mom when she was young and, you and so when i was saying it to her and then dawned on me that bitch you just called her a chink i man yeah. i felt so freaking bad i could have went into the floor i could have just sunk down in the floor and i didn't i didn't think about it until after she walked yeah. on so, so real friendly with her shit and she was smiling, and we was laughing and joking. And then I said it, and she was like, she just kind of went, like, kind of still. But I, I didn't stop talking. I just, like, you know, you I'm still talking. Die. Yo, and you then she, she just finally today. got up. Well, I was like, oh, my God. I, 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 I had never heard anybody say that. I so had. the guy that I heard say, I literally was just in the market. And he was, or he must have been talking to somebody and describing himself. And he's in the I've heard I've eyes. heard that. I've heard that. Uh, and it, was, it made me giggle because I was literally thinking that that's what it meant, but I never knew what that meant. That's what it means, but like that's I said, in, in our community, it it, so, it wasn't meant to be <laughs> like so that. So I have to because I'm getting the countdown that we've come <laughs> to the end of our show. <laughs> So, anyone tuning in to the Cocktail Social, this is Blue Waters. These are my socialites. And this is the Exposed Radio. <laughs> Tune in next week, and we will be here. No, the week after. Why are you so petty for writing all that out like that? I just want to let you know. You know what? First of all, first of all, I was, I, I, look, he counting down to one. I'm happy he can count. So, I, <laughs> uh, um, oh. Chat, 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 chat. But tune in next week <laughs> to the cocktail social. He was yeah. the, I mean, the, wah, I was like, wah, I, yeah. Y'all are hilarious. <laughs> he counting down. They used to say that on the follow night. Wow.